0: next up here we have a call-in which is going to be well i guess you'll hear what it's all about and that's going to be the kind of the main chunk of this episode We're gonna listen to it and i have a bunch of different comments a bunch of reactions bunch of um bunch of uh, responses etc etc to the call-in so check this out
1: Hi, Azrin. Uh, Daniel here, in ELT in China, and I totally know what you mean about you know making sure your first language uh, vocabulary is higher than your f- second language because you know that's exactly what I um, encourage for my students who leave China here and go to English-speaking countries. As I make sure the student and the parents know, please use the first language at home. Don't lose it. Um, that first language is going to continue to grow. It needs to in order for you know the English to improve as well because the parents and the student are seeing how vital English is and so but going off of that you know I make sure I also discuss with them that you know there will be times when you you know an English word that they learn can't you know there isn't a Chinese equivalent or vice versa and so I wondered in your studies of languages have you found that you know it's kind of difficult to translate words you know because it's not just language but there are cultural aspects too.
0: Hey, man, thanks so much for that call-in. Also, a couple quick things. I think it's super cool that you are in China. Uh, I'm assuming an ELT is an English language te- English English blah, 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 blah. English language teacher. <laughs> got tongue-tied again. Um, I'm assuming that's an English language teacher. If I'm wrong, please let me know. But anyway, a couple things. I want to comment on what you said. First and foremost, it's interesting that you encourage people to... Um, you encourage people to continue using their first language at home. I'm also a big believer of that. So for example, my mom is a teacher uh, in my city, and she teaches in a school where many of the many of the kids have immigrant parents. And what happens is that the parents will, you know, English is their second language or third language or whatever it is. It's not their first language. And yet they will speak with their children in English at home. And the logic for the parents is that they're like, hey, I want to speak to my kids in in English because I don't want them to struggle in school. I want them to learn English so that they can go to school, they can understand, they can make friends, they can, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And my mom is not a fan of that. She's like, hey, use your first language at home. Use it, use it. We don't, you don't want them to lose whatever your first language is. You want them to have that. That's that's very, very important not to lose it. Not to mention, often when the parents don't speak English properly at home, the kids learn initially, learn a variation of English that is not actually correct. They might have an accent, they might have some improper grammar, they might whatever it is. And so my mom was always saying to them like, and I agree with this, right? She's always going use, you know, Hindi or use Mandarin or whatever the language is use it at home please they will learn english at school they'll have to and they and they will learn it they will be fine and uh, so i'm a big believer of that now in terms of your question there you're asking about well Azarin. like have you found words that don't translate properly well yeah absolutely um it's interesting though usually i find that you can find in my experience you can find words that are close they're not per they're not a perfect translation but they have a similar enough meaning between, um, between languages. I'm'm trying, I'm trying to think of some on the spot here. I can think of one for example. So in French you'd have a word like gourmand or gourmandise words like that. And in English it's you know if you look in a dictionary, usually it'll say like greedy and that's that's d- definitely a false translation. Um, but we do have we do have a similar ish term, which would be something like to pig out. But you'd have to take to pig out that expression and turn it into like a noun or turn it into a, an adjective. Anyway, I'm getting really narrow into something that some people might not care about. But anyway, often I find that you can find something that's close. But no, definitely, there are words that don't have exact, exact equivalents for sure. But, um, but yeah, it's super cool you're teaching in China. I think it's awesome. And um, thank you for that call. And I really appreciate it. And you've given some good meat, some good content uh, to today's episode. So thank you, thank you, thank you very much, my friend.